WBB presents WBFN presents We Talk for Nobody A show With guests Surprises Talking And nothing more Presented in glorious standard definition Broadcast straight to your hearts Online And in the air And now Without further ado Your hosts for the show Who I do not know the show starts now. Hello. Hello. Hello, Central PA. This is WVBU Lewisburg, and we, I, myself, and somebody who has not been given the permission to talk yet, are here. With WBFN at WBVU's We Talk for Nobody. It's currently 81 degrees outside. The light is shining through the windows, and it's going to be a lovely 4th of July preceding weekend. Preceding or is pre- Okay, all right, you, you get permission to come in. Okay, so is it pre- is preceding beforehand or afterhand? Um, I believe preceding is, is beforehand. Okay. Is postseding the thing? <laughs> Post procedural. Procedural. Oh, I mean, like if I was to say like the weekend after something, would I be like the post seeding weekend? The f- oh, the following, the following weekend. <laughs> Ladies and gentlemen, we have reached a breakthrough. We have figured out basic grammar and sentence structure in the English language. Uh, it's good stuff. So, like I was saying, welcome to. We talk for nobody. This is a show where uh, me and one or two other people, and some other random guests, talk about life, the universe, and we do a lot of little wacky things in between. So I am Bobby, and I'm joined by my wonderful guest for the day, who is... (laughs) (laughs) Who uh, apparently is just referred to as some random guest, (laughs) not as important as the uh, main host, Bobby. (laughs) <laughs> I, 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 feel, I feel like that's how I worded in the contract. <laughs> I don't think I'm paying you, so I, I, I'm pretty sure that, that that's the order of billing. We're technically not under contract here, but I am under a sworn oath that I forced myself to take to hold myself to a higher standard. <laughs> Isn't a blood oath like a – it's a form of contract. Like, can you bring <laughs> a blood oath into a court of law and be like, hey, I have a contract. I – Made myself bleed and then shook. Also, can we think about how dirty that is? Yeah, no, that is not. In today's wacky society where everyone's, you know, getting around with everyone, I I certainly <laughs> wouldn't want to share blood with anyone. That's why I don't donate blood. You're a saint, you know that? You're, you're really, you're thinking about the long term. You're thinking about your own health. You're thinking about the health of the community. Because honestly, if you share blood with other people, you might have caught something. And you don't even know. That's true. Yeah, I, I once had a nurse try to infect me. <laughs> That's the first time I tried to give blood. Before anything happened, she tried to give me a cookie. And God knows what was in that thing. Oh, <laughs> Probably, yeah. Probably, dare I say it? I, I, Probably gluten. Ooh. Gluten is the devil's magic. Gluten is the devil's magic. As all you listeners who are repeats and uh, even first-time listeners know... We talk for nobody is strictly anti-gluten. We this are is, anti-gluten in, establishment. In fact, the only bipartisan gluten-free radio show on air currently at this station. That's true. All partisans. 
are very anti-gluten here. <laughs> if you couldn't tell from that sentence, I'm not sure what bipartisan means. If you couldn't tell by the previous statements made by We Talk For Nobody, we hate gluten. <laughs> don't, know if, don't know if you know that. I feel like gluten, one, it's like I... It's not dangerous at all. It's kind of like one of those things where it's just kind of, I don't know. I think that's how it that's how it lures you in. Yeah, it lures you in with the facade of being well, not facade, the the fact of it being not dangerous at all. And then next thing you know, maybe something has happened to you. <laughs> Wait, so then you bl- oh, so it's like a it's like a horoscope. So basically, uh, you're living your normal life. You read your horoscope in the morning. And then anything that happens after that point in the day is blamed on the horoscope. So if my horoscope was like, hey, today you will find an important change in your life and you will have to make decisions which alter the way you view the world. Like it doesn't matter if like I I find a quarter on the ground or like stub my toe, like that will be directly influenced by a horoscope. Yeah, and that is why I live my life according to my... (laughs) Horoscope that I read every morning. Okay. Well, what did it say this morning? Um, this morning, I'm a Sagittarius. <laughs> wait, so, uh, wait, this morning you're a Sagittarius? Yeah. <laughs> oh, so, I, okay. I go by the date I feel most closely associated with. A lot of people think birthdays are a binary, but we know it's a spectrum. <laughs> <laughs> it's true. The birthday... The birthday. Can you give me like a rundown on uh, that idea real quick? Just like just, uh, elaborate very briefly. Well, I think it's pretty clear, but I can <laughs> I can elaborate. Well, like um, I, feel, I feel like birthdays are discrete values, you know? I mean, like you can't like have like I'm born on October 25th and a half, you know, like 25.8, you know what I mean? Well, as we all know, the, the birthing process can often take several hours. <laughs> I'm pretty sure. So, you know, there can often Maybe. be a gray area between what two days you happen to be born on, but really, you were in the womb for, I don't know, eight months. That's pretty much a year. That whole spectrum of time is basically your birthday. It's hard to say for sure to pin down one exact day. Oh, I mean, like, I guess, honestly, what's more important? Than the th- like, I mean, okay, so you exist. While you're like, you know, what, what's, the, what's the term? Like, uh, you're progressing, you're developing, you're developing okay, yeah, in your mother's womb. Um, I mean, you're, you exist at that point, right? Like, or at a certain point, like you exist, right? So, I mean, I guess you're kind of like already the kind of in life, you know? Well, see, we, we get caught up in birthdays, but I, I'm all about my existence day. <laughs> That's the, <laughs> the day that I came into existence, not as a... Not as a fertilized egg, but rather as a as an existing conscious human, mm-hmm. which I think we can agree is kind of a spectrum. I think I pulled that one off. I, I think, honestly, I, I would prefer to have my birthday be, instead of like, you know, a birthday, or even that day that you just brought up, I think that I would prefer to have my birthday be the day where the concept of me <laughs> popped into somebody's head. So the day that either one of my parents or anybody else ever thought, hey, those people could have a child, that is my real birthday. Because that's the first time I was thought about. I, you have to draw a fine line because there's, you could easily get confused between your concept day and your conception day. <laughs> I mean, honestly, for a lot of people. 
It's the same day. It's the very same day. A lot of one-night stands. That concept did not approach anybody's mind until then. I think a lot of those people were mistakes. (laughs) But that's all right because they're here now and they're – well, we can't stop them. So (laughs) you might as well help them out. We hear that we talk for nobody. Proudly half support mistakes. Mistakes. You weren't meant to be alive, but you're out there. That's it. You are alive currently, and we don't have any comment on that. I do like the idea of a of a concept day that celebrate the day that someone first considered your existence. <laughs> like, I mean, I don't know if like you could attach that to. I don't know, like the concept of not not like even your name isn't necessarily you, but the idea that like. The possibility of you being born <coughs> and somebody imagining you as a person existing. I think that's, I don't know. I think it's interesting. Well, I think, I think we can agree that that's a lot of a spectrum. Uh, <laughs> true. Very true. And trying to remember why we originally got down this path. Because it's 4th of July. Yes. <laughs> Next week it is, in fact, 4th of July. Thank God Lewisburg functions a week in the fu- in the past <laughs> in the future past in the settling p- right in on the present <laughs> from from the past handing you straight in your future comes the present <laughs> the only time lewisburg celebrates 4th of july i mean honestly <clears throat> i i feel like it's everybody just accepting hey we're probably just going to you know do our own thing so we'll do like a community thing now we're going to do our own thing you know it's like okay so it's the equivalent of like making a holiday, like you know, uh, like any Jewish holiday, or you know, like uh, Christmas or like Thanksgiving, and like having one for like your your extended family and your friends, and then one for you and your core family. You know what I mean? Yeah, that, I can see that. Nothing for me. What really puts me in the in the spirit of independence is not being able to park on Third Street because all the. <laughs> All the meters were blocked off for the parade, I think, that's going to happen. That really, it, it helps you recognize <laughs> your place in the world. That extra walk for another block really gives me time to contemplate all those who have given so much for this country. That's true. That's at 10 a.m. tomorrow morning, I think, the parade. <laughs> Shout out to those who have given so much for this country. <laughs> no, 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 we mean everybody. Uh, we mean an arm, a leg, a life, a limb, or even money. If you've donated to a pack, a super pack, or your child's lunch pack, I would like to say thank you, God blesses you, and America is all right with you. America would probably like you more if you did other things. I don't know. What do you think America thinks about you, man? It's hard to say. America has a lot of mixed messages. Uh, Sometimes I wish wish you would just be more direct with me, you know? I feel like America as a country has just been stringing me along for 21 years now, and I'm not sure what it wants from me. I I give it everything I think that it needs. Every third month, I sacrifice something to the to the America gods. The America American gods. Yeah, by Neil Gaiman. I've read that book. It's a good book. It's, yeah, a good it's not book. bad. But you know, they're making that. What is it? It's either Showtime or Stars. They're making a TV miniseries oh. about it. Yeah. That's a fun little literature corner. That's a literature update. Wait, oh. And this has been Bobby's Book Corner for the week. 
Bobby read some books. Yeah. Are you reading any books right now, man? Um, I, I can't really say I am. I kind of. <laughs> why is that? Why is there a question there? Like, I mean, well, <laughs> are you just considering all the things that you read and then making? Oh, well, like that pamphlet could have been a book. <laughs> well, I, I like start. I started a book last summer, <laughs> <laughs> and then the school year I started, and I kind of. You know, you lose you lose touch with your inner self. You right. know how it is. No, I know. You become a drone. Yeah. You come you become a monster, really. <laughs> I mean, I'm just talking about experience about you specifically, but I mean, I, I generally think that that's acceptable. Yeah, I I don't know about you, but there are often nights during the during the school year where I just kind of I just forget what happened the night before, and someone ends up dead, <laughs> and I. I'm not sure if it's my fault or if it's because of me having not finished that book yet, but I have to believe deep down that it's all related. <laughs> you got to connect the like so with your corkboard that you have it's like hid away in your room that has lots of you know newspaper clippings <laughs> and uh, an atlas of the world, like and it's tying all the th- like the threads together. Are you close to solving the mystery? Yeah, in my in my downtime, I'm an old timey detective, <laughs> uh, similar to the guy from. You know, that that movie, The Mathematician Who Goes Crazy and Just Invents a Story for Himself. This joke would be funnier if I remembered the movie. I really don't. Oh, this is also WVBU Lewisburg, by the way. But <laughs> I is is this like a fiction movie or a nonfiction no, movie? It was, yeah. a, it was a nonfiction movie, I Comedy? think. Comedy? No, it was Drama? pretty dark. It was, it was a mathematician who was yeah. like... He was he was brilliant, but he Beautiful was, Minds? Yeah, yeah, Beautiful Mind, I think. Yeah, Beautiful Mind. I think it's about that. Yeah. He developed that whole crazy, crazy story that ended up being mostly in his head. What's um, up with mathematicians? Am I right? <laughs> oh, they're crazy. Man, you know, making up things, making up numbers. They make up numbers. They're like they're, they try to pretend like they tell like only factual numbers. They make them up sometimes. Yeah, Matt's Matt's math corner for the week. <laughs> I I found out recently there's a number. Uh, for for two times pi, like pi as as itself was a number, but there's also I don't remember what the symbol is for it, but it's there's like a number for like two pi for two pi, yeah. Well, two pi is kind of important, like radian wise, because that's a full circle. Exactly, it makes a lot more sense. Yeah, yeah, I don't I don't know. Know. yeah. I personally, this is just my belief, so it is factual, but take it as my opinion. <laughs> personally, right, I think though. the Illuminati is behind it. <laughs> And that's why what, what two pi or or just everything? Yeah, you know the symbol for Illuminati is a pi. Maybe I'm not sure. <laughs> Wait, but what, what, yeah, what is the Illuminati? I forget. I forget. It's like an I. I assume. I always assume these secret organizations have an I, either like the letter I or a physical I. I want to say logo. it's a triangle with an I in it, but is I that might the Illuminati? be making that. Yeah, up. Be Illuminati. That might be the dollar bill. <laughs> I'm I'm not sure. I feel which brings the, us to our next conspiracy, conspiracy theory. Money is manufactured by the Illuminati. You heard it here first, folks. Actually, no, you didn't, because it's been spelled out in the vapor trails for years. <laughs> vapor trails. Slowly turning your body to ash from the inside out. Vapor trails. And thus the, the topic that seems to come up in every radio show without fail National Treasure. <laughs> National Treasure 2, <laughs> Book of Secrets. National Treasure 3, 
We go to the moon. <laughs> National Treasure 4, Max Keebler's big move. <laughs> National Treasure 5, Barney's big adventure. <laughs> National Treasure 6 and the Chamber of Secrets. Natural, Natural Treasure 8. <laughs> we change the title. <laughs> Natural Treasure 9, <laughs> Vast... <laughs> Vast sandy white beaches full of bodies. So many bodies. Natural treasure 10. I've been here for eight days now. The wind is picking up. My eyes are frozen over. But I believe that Aang can save the world. <laughs> These titles are getting long. <laughs> National Treasure 11. Nicholas Cage. Come on, one more. <laughs> I, I, I in the imagine, title, I want to imagine if they, they named the movie that. Uh, they, they named that the movie that solely so they could get like Nicolas Cage to come on board. So Nicolas Cage wasn't a part of the movie. He wasn't in the movie, but they named that. They named the movie that, hoping that he would come on on board. Yeah. Well, for number twelve, they wanted to get him back. All right. He signed off after number ten. He said, "No way. This is too much." So they made a whole other movie to try to pull him back in. Natural Treasure 12, The Return of Max Keebler. <laughs> National Treasure 13, The Return of the Jedi, Max Keebler. <laughs> National Treasure 14, <coughs> Everybody's Dead Now. <laughs> National Treasure 15, Home Alone 3, The Story of Max Keebler's Jumanji. <laughs> National Treasure 16, Max Keebler meets Jason Voorhees in Max Keebler's Friday the 18th. Will it be unlucky? Max Keebler. <laughs> Max Keebler was just an everyday trained assassin Jedi. Until one day, he stumbled across an egg. What was in that egg, Bobby? That egg was filled with parsimons. But not just any parsimons. These parsimons could change the color of the wind. <laughs> this summer, the wind changes color in a way that makes Max Keebler have to move again. Max Keebler wishes he could settle down. But his life that he signed on to at age 18 to be an unrelenting killing machine, ninja assassin Jedi, has led him down a path that he knew he would have to take. But the toughest decision he'll ever have to make is whether to... Elaborate on his political opinions. This summer, the Keebler conspiracy comes to a Keebler con... Conclusion with Max Keebler's The Political Conspiracy. Max Keebler has lots of political opinions, but only a 140 character count on Twitter that he's able to utilize. How will Max Keebler make use of his criminal and or justice background in... Max Keebler's runs for... Ninja president. Uh, 
can you pre-order tickets? <laughs> Is that up yet? I've heard it's the most successful movie campaign of 2064. <laughs> you got to like, um, Marvel's really setting the president. You, precedent. You got to really, well, they're also setting the president. Just in case you didn't know, Marvel is actively manipulating the presidential campaign and they are setting the president. <laughs> I've read an article about that, I think, yeah. Was it in Time Magazine or... Uh... <laughs> Name them. Was it in a magazine? Okay, let's let's get the periodical. Was it in a magazine? Uh, no, it was online. Mm, okay, okay. Let me narrow it down. So was it .org? No. .gov? No. .tv? Is that a domain? Yeah, you can make any. Do- did you not? Yeah, you can make any domain nowadays. Really? Yeah. It's oh, amazing. this might take you a lot of guesses then. <laughs> yep. <laughs> Is it .a? Yeah, actually, yes. It's .a. <laughs> Ah, wow. Okay, that's good. I might need to check. Oh, wait, I just know the domain. I don't know the name of the website. I can guess, though. I think you can. I think I can. (laughs) Inside the Marvel conspiracy underscore the ones that got away underscore this time Obama's coming for you dot A, right? Uh, That was actually surprisingly close. Uh, The second underscore was two backslashes. Wait, wouldn't that mess up the HTTP? I mean, I feel like you can't have an HTTP address that has two backslashes in. Or is that forward slash? Yeah, I may have read into the website a little bit. Uh, the screen mostly just said in big letters, server not found. <laughs> I kind of, but read, I saw what I wanted to see, you, I think. You read the implications, though. Yeah. I mean, when you type in that domain address, you kind of already know what you're going to think in your head. <laughs> I had an agenda. You had an agenda. It's in the movie. What is it? The movie, uh, not Seven. Seven was, that was the Seven Deadly Sins. What was it? You remember that movie with Jim Carrey? Where it was like Jim Carrey only solved one number, like 27, I think? I, I do remember that movie. maybe. I think I T-voted that once and watched it. I Skipped never... all the commercials. <laughs> really? Do you remember yeah. the quality of it? Wasn't it good? Uh, I don't remember, so that might mean no. <laughs> I don't remember being disappointed. <laughs> but if you don't... Okay, well, that's good. Yeah, I feel like having like no memory of something is actually having a good memory in a way, you know. Because yeah. if you actually, remember something bad, you'll definitely like if something really bad would happen. You definitely remember that. See, this is really odd because yesterday I met someone who told me the number thirty-three. This isn't a joke. I met someone Legit. yesterday who told me the number thirty-three continuously comes up in his life. Um, and like as we were sitting there, someone came up and said something having to do with thirty-three. And I think the bigger issue is that now, for two days in a row, something has come up in my life about someone else having seen the same number for their whole life. So I think that's my new thing. I think is that's that... your new thing. Like, I mean, I, I've, known, like, I've known people who also have that thing where they're like, whoa, my birthday keeps showing up everywhere, man. <laughs> 666. <laughs> you know, they were born on the 6th of June in 1906. Uh-huh. Yeah. It's a very old, very old friend of mine. Yeah. I like to, I like to be friends across the ages. Well, like the, okay, the, thing, the only problem I have with that is that <laughs> people don't realize that there are just a lot of numbers everywhere. You know what I mean? <laughs> if you ever really looked around, like it's like, it's kind of like the same thing. I mean, like, oh, remember? Oh, just a reminder, everybody who's listening, uh, you have to actively breathe. So when you breathe, it's not in the back of your head. You have to breathe. If you don't breathe, you'll die. As well, your tongue is in your mouth. That thing you can feel all the time. There is a thing inside of your mouth constantly pressing up against other things you can always feel. 
This is We Break for Nobodies. We talk for nobody, reminding you, you have to breathe, and your tongue is a thing. Uh, but like I was going to say... <laughs> I'm now acutely aware of those things. Thank you, Bobby. <laughs> that's that's my general hope. Uh, I feel like the second you like start actually looking around for how many numbers are around you, I think you could find any sort of pattern you wanted. And 33 is hard, though. I, I, I will give you 33 is a very specific number. Yeah, it, I've never I've never tried to actively look for numbers, so maybe maybe I'll try to find the the demon who's been following me around in the form of numbers. This summer, Matt never actively sought out numbers. He just let the numbers come to him. But when a demon comes to his door with a bucket full of numbers in hand, Matt decides he will have no choice. (laughs) He will have absolutely no choice at all to use the number principle. The number principle brought to you by the government. It's what they do to make shoes. <laughs> shoes for everyone. A co-op program brought to you by Fighters Against Gluten. If gluten's in the room, we're going to make it go boom. <laughs> gluten fighters are responsible for 8 to 10 deaths per year. Not of gluten, just just, just people. Well, the people are in front of the gluten. It's a... It's, it's a, a necessary it's casualty. A necessary, necessary measure. Like, so, like, how do you kill gluten? Like, I've always wondered this. Like, how, how do you actively make sure that gluten is no longer with us? I believe you have to mix together a hydrogen peroxide solution and and expose the gluten to it and uh, rapidly whisk it. <laughs> like a way? Like on business trips <laughs> and family vacations and uh, romantic getaways? Yeah, true. You can't actually kill get gluten. You just you just whisk it away to another area mainly you know low low income areas oh oh my yeah this is brought to you by the government using low income areas to make our gluten bread i should have said bread bread they make our bread they breed our gluten in the form of bread they They need our bread and they need our bread if you know what i mean I'm not sure I do. <laughs> you know, need with a K and then need without a K? You know, K in I was need. I was trying to figure out the two different breads, but I guess they might have been the same the same usage of the word bread. Speaking of kneads, <coughs> I only like re- like not recently recently, but fairly recently, the past few months realized that like you know the Lorax where it's like thneads. I'm not as familiar with the Lorax as you might have thought previously. Oh, have you ever read? Why don't you explain? Did you see the Did you see the movie? Did you? I have not seen the movie. Well, the thing is, is that it wasn't a book. Contrary to the popular belief, it was only a DreamWorks animation film, Uh, and then the book was based off of the film. (laughs) Just so we're clear, I I did hear that. I think I I read a book on that actually. (laughs) It's like a conspiracy. There's a lot of naysayers out there. Uh, Well, if you haven't read it, it's not as funny, but. Well, basically, the whole thing is that, like, this random guy (coughs) barges in. It's like, hey, man, I want to use the tuffler trees and the tufts of the tuffler trees to make these thneeds. It's like TH needs. And, uh, yeah, so basically, like, they just do everything. Like, their clothing, their towels, their cars and stuff. They're they're literally everything. 
I realized recently that Thneeds was a very, 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 very thin curtain on the word needs. <laughs> so Dr. Seuss was literally saying that all of our excessive needs would kill us. But I was just thinking, oh, this weird undergarment will be the death of us. Uh, I was thoroughly mistaken. What's your favorite Dr. Seuss story? Uh, also, before Matt gives an answer, just a reminder, we're here at WVBU Lewisburg, Pennsylvania at its finest. This is indeed the finest, the finest Pennsylvania has to offer. I think that we are the epitome of fine. I don't want to discredit any other Pennsylvanians, but you're not as good as us right here, right now. <laughs> We're never going to die. Hashtag live strong. <laughs> Just in case you didn't catch our names, this is Jason and Dylan, people that you won't have to worry about. <laughs> we do your taxes and we like to flexes. That was the word flex, said incorrectly. I'm, it, I think it might have been flax, as in flaxseed oil. Oh, I love flaxseed oil. Yeah, it's a healthy alternative to nothing. I don't know what it's an alternative to. <laughs> it's a healthy alternative to just not doing anything. <laughs> if, if you have the option to do nothing or to do flaxseed oil. To do flaxseed I kind of like, it's like, do you smoke it? Is that... Is that how do you do flaxseed oil? I'm not. I think smoking it might be the only way to negate the positive effects of flaxseed oil. <laughs> so you negate the positive effects, but are there negative effects now, or is it just nothing? It's the equivalent of nothing again. Uh, yeah, I think if if you smoke it, you're right back to square one. It's as if you've done nothing. It's like that, like just false thing about the whole like you, know, you burn enough calories by chewing celery. Or wait, you burn enough I calories. I just found out that that was a myth. Yep, it's just. I believed that for a long time, stupidly. I don't know why I ever believed that. I, I just, I one, I don't know how many calories are in celery, but I mean it's just. Also, that's not a good thing. People are like, okay, that's another word. Like, so we're talking about like things that scare people, like gluten, because gluten's obviously scary. Ladies and gentlemen, if you find a gluten, please report it to www.wearethewymcapatrollers.com. <laughs> uh, they handle all gluten things for uh, Central PA, so if you do that for us real quick, that'd be really appreciated. Thank you very much. So, like I was saying, uh, people are really afraid of the word calories, or at least there's a whole fad. But calories are legitimately, it's a unit of measurement to see how much energy you get. Like, calories doesn't necessarily mean, like, it's like, I have 100 calories. It doesn't mean, like, oh, I have 100 fat points, you know? <laughs> I just ate 100 fat points worth of food. No. Yeah, well, I, I try to eat as many calories as I can per day so I can have a, a lot of energy and jump extremely high. <laughs> so your gauge at the bottom of the screen, is it, like, full yet or are you almost there? Like the gauge at the bottom of the screen, the UI, the user interface at the bottom of the this screen. This tells me how high I can jump. <laughs> that tells you how high you can jump. <laughs> my, yes. my gauge, it's like three quarters of the way full. Okay. So I'm going to try to stay as low to the ground as possible until I have time to eat two, 3,000 more calories. Then I'm going to probably bust out one seven-foot jump and then call it a day. <laughs> Deplete my whole calorie gauge for the day. I, I don't know what people if, waste hours and hours working out. I just work out extremely hard for 10 to 15 <laughs> seconds in the form of one enormous inhuman jump. This one radio broadcaster has the great secret that has <coughs> been the one thing you've never thought about fat burn up until now. This is, I'm telling everyone, this is the one weird trick that your doctors don't want you to know. 
what is what is the picture associated with this? Describe it. it. Imagine imagine a man ten feet in the air <laughs> with incredibly muscular legs, and he's terrified. He doesn't know how he got up there. Because when you exert that much energy, you're burning easily four thousand calories in that single jump, and it's enough to give you a small brain aneurysm. <laughs> So while you're in the air, you have no idea what's going on. You just feel the wind flying by. So uh, is that how you fly? You, so at that point, you're basically flying, right? Yeah, one time I, I wore really baggy clothes and did it, and I didn't come down for days. <laughs> I think it might have been drugs. How <laughs> did I think about it? Wait, but see, did you jump on drugs, or did the whole thing, you were motionless? I think, yeah. well, I wasn't intending to do drugs. I think I jumped really high, and there happened to be a needle full of drugs right above me. I think I jumped right into the needle. Where, where were you, if I could ask? If I'm allowed to ask? Uh, when I came down, I was in eastern Jamaica. Wait, no, 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 no I, I don't think you understand. So you jump up, you hit these needles. Where were those located? Where were you jumping into? I, I, were they floating in the air? Like, were they attached to, like, a satellite? I got to tell yeah. you, I, I wish I knew more. <laughs> I searched for years for the video evidence that this was, in fact, what happened. I, mm. I contacted authorities, tried to get street cams. All the evidence had been wiped. Every camera that held video for that day for my location was stolen and destroyed. So I have to think there was a man... Or perhaps something not human at all, mm-hmm. standing right above me, holding a needle full of God knows Maybe it was what. a time traveler. Maybe they time traveled to that exact moment. Because you could do that. I mean, they'd, they'd also fall. But you could time travel to that exact moment in position, just like, you know, have the needle stretched out. You hit it, and then they disappear again. Frankly, I can't think of any explanation other than time travel that makes any sense at all. <laughs> You'd be an idiot to say this was anything but time travel. <laughs> And frankly, I'm not an idiot, so it must have been time travel. That is some Sherlock Holmes-level deduction right there. Have you ever thought about taking the intro into deductive reasoning? I I thought about it. I accidentally signed up for convective reasoning. (laughs) Turned out to just be my heat transfer class. But they also trick people. They have it like in another name to try to entice more people. Yeah, I guess if you if you can't deduce that that's the wrong class, then you're not ready for deductive reasoning. That's the prerequisite. <laughs> Trying to figure that actually that'd be hilarious if like the deductive reasoning reasoning course. Uh, yeah, the only way to find it was to figure out what course was actually the deductive reasoning course or where, where it's located. Like if you show up the day of. Not signing up for it, like having not signed up for it, but you show up the day of, I think you have a right to be in that class, honestly. Yeah, it, de- it depends how you got there. What do you mean how you yeah, got there? Think- like, no, no, even if you found it by accident, your guts, yeah. your guts are telling <laughs> you to do the right thing. Yeah, I guess if, if, your, gut, if your gut is uh, telling you that, you've, you've got something deep down that wants you to, to deduce a lot of things. <laughs> is it? Is it a part of you, you'd say? Or do you think it's like an extraterrestrial origin-based object? I don't, I don't have control over it, but I would say that I probably deduce seven things a day. Do you do it's, it before breakfast? Do you, do you deduce seven things before breakfast? I, I try not to deduce before, before 10 a.m., otherwise it makes my head hurt. Mm, that makes sense. But, um, you know, sometimes I'll just be sitting around not, you know, minding my own business and then bam – I'll have deduced something. Okay, speaking of like doing 
things in the morning when it hurts your brain. Is neuroplasticity an actual... I don't think I have had anybody describe neuroplasticity to me in a way which makes sense. Have you heard of that? Like, have you seen those like, brain training things? Well, I, obviously, I've obviously I've heard of it, but you know, why don't, why don't you just explain it, just in case you know anyone who's listening hasn't? But I, I obviously know exactly what this is. No, no, okay, so like, uh, I don't know. So like, Pandora has like multiple. Um, they have multiple different commercials about this, but also just random commercials here and there. Like on TV, they have them, like radio, whatever. Uh, but like, you know, like for – like they're like, oh, you can play these games, these simple smartphone games, and your your brain will be smarter or something. You'll train your brain to work better. I actually do remember that. I saw a lot of advertisements for that, which made me not trust it because I feel like – I don't know. Like for example <laughs> – would you go to a college that you saw advertisements for? Yeah. I'm not sure I would trust that. <laughs> so I, I don't know if I trust something to make me smarter if they need to advertise it. Well, the same things for like wine, you know? Like I feel that if the wine in question has to be broad, like if they have to advertise on billboards and be broadcast over like the television, probably not that respectable of a wine. <laughs> like, I mean, like, yeah, I'll tell you, it's fine. But it's like I feel at that point... It's, I, you know what I mean? You know what I'm saying? You heard it here first. Advertisements, you're, to all those advertisers out there, you're hurting your business. By the solution is to cut the whole department, save some money on advertising, and save some some reputable product for your for your product. Well, yeah, but like I mean, like there are like uh, craft beers the same way, where there are tons of different brands, which don't do any national advertising campaigns but yet are very successful. Um, people know about them, and, like, they, they're everywhere. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah it's, it's all about word of mouth. Yeah. No, but it's, like, it's not even like, okay, so, like, at this point, Coca-Cola, who we here at WVBU do not support, uh, they are the Monsanto of, of sodas. They mistreat carbonation. Uh, carbon dioxide has uh, never been treated worse. Uh, but Coca-Cola, like, sorry, Coca-Cola, um, like Coke is a name where it's just so uh, ubiquitous with soda that, I mean, you don't necessarily need advertising for it. Like, how do you advertise for Hershey? You know, how do you advertise for Coke? Is it just remind people to, hey guys, remember this? You've drank it a lot. You eat it a lot. Just reminding. You can continue to do so. Like who? Like who has ever seen like a Coca, like a Coca Cola or like a Hershey commercial and has been like, "Wait, what is, what is this new product?" <laughs> oh, Martha, Ma- Martha, we need to go over to the Walmart real quick. There's a new soda product that we have to try. You know, you know what I mean? You see what I'm saying? Yeah, I, I do know what you mean. Martha's well, really hard to deal with. <laughs> I I was just I was just talking with someone earlier today about advertisements and about how. I personally, I have too much pride to let advertisements affect me. So, okay. So oftentimes, for example, I'll be listening to, uh, to like Spotify or Pandora or something in my car, yep. and if there if an advertisement comes on, instead of listening to the advertisement, I will just turn off my my speakers mm. and just I will sit in silence for two minutes and wait for it to end, just so that that advertisement won't get me. I've done that on like uh like um. 
Like Hulu? Like, do you have like an ad blocker? Have you ever used like an ad blocker on like Chrome or anything? Ad blocker is the best thing to hit me since Ron Stewart hit me by accident. <laughs> was, this real, um, was this real? On the subway, July 4th of six years ago. The, wait, no, no. Like, is a hashtag true story or no? Hashtag not a true story. Okay. But in this fiction, <laughs> on July 4th, so on, this, on this very day, one week from now, six years ago, Ron Stewart hit me incredibly hard in the shoulder, completely by accident. I didn't mean to take the wind out of your sails for that story. <laughs> I, I was just... It was believable enough where I was actually curious. Oh. It seems like... We have, we don't, we have a caller. I'm scared. <laughs> well, we have the ability to pick up, but as we all know, we're not a, uh, we're not a phone call show. I'm kind of interested. I'd say we should pick up. I, uh, I'm not sure. I don't know the name. I don't know the number. What was, was there a name? No, it was unknown name. If that happens again, I think we should pick up. We should pick up. So, like, are they? So they're listening right now, and uh, they just—I don't know. Like, I, I don't know what they're thinking. I, I don't know what they're thinking, but I sure would like to know. <laughs> if you're out there and you're listening, and you just called, give it another shot. <laughs> I don't think. Uh, maybe we know you. <laughs> I'm not sure we know how to make the phone work. Truth be told, that's more of the problem. <laughs> that's more of the problem here. You keep talking while I try to figure it out. Yeah, so for, for those listening out there, we do have a phone here in the studio. I'm not sure how to call in, but clearly someone knows how to do it. And uh, we are also not sure how to pick up the phone or use the phone. But we're two adventurous spirits with, with a will just, that just keeps on going. Oh, no, no, I, no, I think I figured it out. Okay, no, I, I, I know. You, you put the, th- like, it's right here. Okay, it's right, it's right there, everyone. <laughs> So, if you want to try calling again, whoever tried to call us, uh, random person, feel free to call again. I will read your phone number out on air so everybody can... That's not true. <laughs> not going to do that. That was a joke. <coughs> uh, but feel free to call again if you'd like or not. We here at WPBUWBFN are all about jokes. So, we're all about jokes and incredibly long acronyms. <laughs> <laughs> as they say. As they say. That's what they say about us. So as I was saying, Ron Stewart comes, <laughs> comes up out of nowhere and just slams me in the shoulder. Like, he's, he's not a, a large guy, but he hit me pretty hard. And I come to find out he's sprinting away from two men dressed in entirely black. Don't know what they wanted from him, but he certainly didn't have time to talk. I asked him for an autograph, and he just brushed me off. He apologized, which I appreciate. But then he continued running full speed through a forest <laughs> and tried to, tried to ditch these men. Mm. Um, the men seemed to not even acknowledge my existence. I tried to stop them, but they, they blew right past me. I was nothing compared to them. So. Just so we're clear, there's a split second when you were starting to tell up this story again where I was like, oh, I'm interested. What happened to you? And then I realized, oh, no, 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 this, this, is, this is not real. I'm not 100% sure who Ron Stewart is. <laughs> I think I was thinking of Jon Stewart, and I said Ron Stewart. Ron Stewart sounds like, I know, like, it's a mixture of, like, Ron Jeremy and Jon Stewart. <laughs> I think Ron Jeremy's the, the famous porn star. I'm pretty sure, but I could <laughs> yeah. be wrong. 
<laughs> yes, he is. I was like, okay, I think I've heard that name before, but I couldn't put my finger on it. Yeah, we hear That's it. probably what I was thinking when I said Ron Jeremy. I think it was Ron Stewart. We here at WVBU Lewisburg uh, make this mistake very often. Can we just like also, Ron Jeremy is a really nasty looking person. He's really disgusting. Have you ever seen a picture of him? I think I have. Yeah, yeah he's a nasty-looking individual. Like it, I don't. Maybe there was a time in his life. I I don't know. I didn't follow his career, so maybe there was a time <laughs> in his life where he was very attractive, and that's why he was so popular. I think we he, we might be past. He might be past his prime now. I, well, he, he's, now he, he he. I mean, he's not with us. So from from what I've seen now, he kind of looks like. <laughs> I don't know, like a rat that just kind of. God, no, that's, sorry, that's mean. Ron, Ron Jeremy or Honor Ron the, Stewart, if Honor you're the out dead. There. What? He's, he's dead. He didn't know he's dead. Is he dead? He's dead. You were oh. speaking ill will. He will visit you in the night and maybe, give you pornographic dreams. Maybe this is the spirit that's been following me around, trying to get me to all the speak poorly of him. <laughs> Wait, so he follows you around in order to get you to speak poorly of him. Yeah, I think that's what he would have wanted. <laughs> I think if he was here today, that's that's probably what yeah, that's what he would have wanted. Also to just, you know, do his thing. Ah, uh, to do his thing. Speaking of movies, uh Independence Day two comes out today, I think. Yeah. <laughs> I have a little thing to say about Independence Day. <laughs> I had too. a feeling you did. By the look okay. on your face, it looked like you did. Correct me if I'm wrong, but I believe the full title is Independence Day Resurgence. Yes. So, what? What does resurgence have to do with the? Do mm-hmm. uh, you think someone's just sitting somewhere coming up with ridiculous things to tack on to the end of, like, Independence Day Two, Resurgence? Well, it's like Rebirth, Independence Day 2, uh, Overdrive, Independence Day 2, Fully Loaded. <laughs> Independence Day 2, uh, Furiouser. Independence Day 2, Breaking the Tide. Independence Day 2, Die Harder. <laughs> Independence Day 2, Maelstrom Fury. <laughs> what? You know, Maelstrom Fury. I don't know. What? It's like going to... A Maelstrom Fury of Hell is going to rain down upon us. Oh, is that like a thing? Yeah, that's what the aliens would do in that's Independence Day, too. I see, I see, I see. Well, luckily, here at WVBU, we support our uh, future alien overlords. And when they do come, we'll know what to expect. <laughs> Love, undying attention, and uh, dying attention. <laughs> you know, everybody who's listening out there, remember, attention can die just like you can. So, the next time you're reading a book, watching a movie, or listening to your annoying co-worker, <laughs> we know who we're talking about. <laughs> Randy. Remember that attention, just like any loving thing, is combustible, repurposable, and indefiably dead. Yeah, you know, it's, it's amazing what you can do with three gallons of kerosene in a match. <laughs> Check out what this one small boy in mid-eastern Arkansas did with just... <laughs> Three words, a match, two paper clips, kerosene, <laughs> Caribbean music, and the movie Carousel. Oh, somebody's trying to oh, call again. We got to call her back. <laughs> it's the same person as before. We're going to try to pick up. Wait, did they hang up? 
Oh, and they hung up. Oh, come Somebody on. Somebody is breaking. I don't know. Uh, Whoever's wants- out there calling, you are a tease. <laughs> I think they feel jaded. <laughs> they feel jaded, elated, and a little um, degraded. I, I think they might be disappointed we didn't pick up the first time. Um, so now they're just calling to... There oh. you go. Now they're calling again. All right. Well, oh, I... Okay, I know who this is. All right, let me just pick it up real quick. Let me just All right, we have our, our first caller for the night. Let me see if I can... Let's see, will this... Will this make it? Or do I put it on speaker? Who's the mystery caller? Let me just... Just a sec. Just oh. a sec. Uh, do I put it... Just Trying to figure out the phone lines here. Hello? 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 Hi, uh... Is that uh, this Mitch Flaherty hour? No. Oh, boy. I'm sorry. I, I'm, I was trying to listen to my grandson, uh, Mitch Flaherty. He was supposed to have an hour here. I was going to call in and tell him what a great joke, but... Oh, I see. Oh, but do you know when Mitch Flaherty hour is? I have absolutely no idea when the Mitch Flaherty hour is. Well, well you, can, you guys were terrific, but I'm sorry. I, I, I'm embarrassed. I was going to call in, and it was the first show, and oh, boy. Okay. <laughs> All right. Okay. Well, uh, who are you guys? We are uh, we are some other people <laughs> who are talking on the radio currently. Well, fair enough. Do you know when Mitch comes on? I have no idea when Mitch comes on. I will have to point you towards WVBU.com or contact Mitch directly. <laughs> That's probably the oh, safest path. Well, I don't know how to text. I see. <laughs> Okay. Well, we're going to have to ask you to... Thank you, thank you gentlemen. I'm sorry about this. Uh, oh, it's okay. I, I'm liking your show, though. You're doing a good job. Thank you. Thank you so much. Okay. okay. Right. Have a good day. It's always good to hear from fans, it's even all... if I don't even know. if it was a complete accident. Oh, oh, that phone is pretty loud. <laughs> oh, if there's any more fans who are looking for Mitch... Uh, we are not Mitch, but we would love to hear from you. I'm actually not and entirely certain that the audience members could hear that. I'm <laughs> assuming they could, but I couldn't hear it in my headphones, so I'm not entirely certain. Oh, that's a good point, yeah. <laughs> it was on speaker close to my microphone, so maybe they heard it. Oh, for those of you who are out there completely confused, and um, just remember that we are equally confused. So you're not alone. No one's alone in this dark, cold world, except for Jason. He's going to stay down there alone until he realizes what he's done wrong. Jason doesn't deserve to be on the radio. He doesn't deserve to be alive, really. Why is Jason still alive? I I don't know why Jason's still alive. It's the good graces that he's earned up till now. The good graces. I think Jason has... Honestly, what happened with Jason? He gave us good graces, and then look what he is. Look what he, look what's happened to him. I'm not sure what happened between me being perfectly fine with Jason and then you know, the current situation, which, if I didn't elaborate earlier, is Jason in what I would say ballpark is probably a 20 to 25 foot deep vertical hole. M- might have been intended to be a water well at some point, but he's down there, right? and he's not coming out. Oh, he's not coming out ever. He is staying exactly where he is. We here at WVBU do not support Jason or his affiliates. Um, we used to. We used to. He had good graces. Something something J- happened along the way. Jason had good graces. 
Oh, speaking of good graces, there is about to be a bunch of fireworks at some point somewhere in town, right? I, I've heard that. Right? Yeah. I, I, you mentioned that you wanted to make it to it. <laughs> are you still planning or are you just going to just make it a little later, just call it? I think I'm going to, well, yeah, I'll, I'll make it. Okay. <laughs> okay. Just making sure. Just making sure. Yeah. Yeah. So, okay. So here's a question that I asked earlier, but you never responded. What's your favorite <laughs> Dr. Seuss story? That was a long time ago. Yes, that's, it was. That's a callback. <laughs> but um, the real question. Well, I I honestly can't. I'm sure that I've read Dr. Seuss stories before, and I'm sure that my my mom has read me many Dr. Seuss stories, and she would be very disappointed in me that I don't have a real answer. Okay. But I don't remember most of them at this point. Are you serious? That's an atrocious answer. I feel bad. You just you don't remember any of them. I cat I remember I remember titles. Oh, cat, I know Cat in the Hat. Little. Okay. Well, yeah. Cat in the Hat actually technically wasn't written by Dr. Seuss. What? Yeah, it was originally written by Don Shepherdson, mm-hmm. and Dr. Seuss actually found the novel, found Don, and <laughs> kicked him really hard and took the book right from him. <laughs> and then it was originally a full-length novel, and Dr. Seuss shortened it into a poem. And then when he tried to publish the poem, they wouldn't publish it. So then he just went back to the full novel, and he was 0 for 2 on that one. So then he, you know, shortened it to the short story that it is today. I had no idea that the cat in the hat. What about the cat in the hat 2? The cat resurgence. <laughs> the cat in the hat 2 resurgence. Yeah, what, what about that one? Uh, that was, I think that was originally written by Dr. Seuss. It was. Um, and as you can tell, when he tries to publish his own original work, it doesn't go very far. For those of you that have never heard of Cat in the Hat 2 Resurgence, it, uh, the book never made it, but it was originally made into a feature-length film <laughs> coming out next weekend <laughs> under a different name. Under a different name. Um, I, I believe entirely different storyline. <laughs> I, I think that it doesn't have any shared elements, you know? I, I feel like it's just so far removed, they just change the script, they change the directors, the actors, the plot, um, even I think, themes. I think they read the book yeah. and they were like, yeah, we can get on board with Resurgence, but I don't know about this whole cat thing. I still love that like the movie industry does it where they're like, you're a funny person. Here's We're going to give you an un, unentitled project or untitled project. Here you go. So they do that? Yep, they do it. Sometimes they're like... They bet on individual performers and writers, and they're like, hey, Louis C.K., you're funny. Go make a movie for us. And then Louis C.K.'s like, oh. I mean, Wait, Louis C.K. made a movie? Well, actually, he is coming out with a movie um, where he plays like a cop, I think. That Doesn't sounds any, decent. Any, I might see that. Probably not in theaters. I'll probably wait for it to, right. you know. Well, it's Louis C.K., so you never know if – have you ever actually ever seen Louis? Uh, I, I think I've seen like one – one episode, like one. Maybe I saw his stand up or something. Well, his stand up's real funny. Uh, like yeah. his, his shows, his show is interesting because it's like it's a comedy, but it's not a comedy. Like a lot of people go into Louis thinking it's gonna be like, I'm gonna laugh out loud. You know, because like you watch his stand up and it's just very. <coughs> I mean, like it's not jokey, but it's very like hilarious, right? Um, but his show is more because he used to, he's a filmmaker. People don't know this. He's actually a, a he he's done a lot of avant garde and like experimental film. Uh, huh. Yeah, he's directed a lot. Um, so, like, the show is really him filling that part of himself as opposed to filling out the uh, comedic part of himself, even though it is funny sometimes, a lot of times. That's good. That's, I, a, that's a fun fun little biography on Louis C.K. He's a really interesting performer. I, a, I don't know much about him, but 
Yeah, I'm intrigued. Yeah, it's just looking into it. Yeah. There's a lot of like I don't know, a lot of like comedians have a lot of uh, interesting backstories they never even would think about. Yeah. I would believe that. Mm-hmm. Yeah, they're interesting. They're interesting guys. It's like uh, Larry David. I want to understand what made Larry David Larry. Da- you know Larry, Larry David. I don't think I do. You know, he's the, he's the, <laughs> the co-creator of Seinfeld, arguably what made Seinfeld oh, funny. Oh, okay, okay. He's the guy to curb he's, your enthusiasm. I he didn't played, know he did that. He played Bernie Sanders recently on SNL. You see any t- of those clips? I know Bernie Sanders. <laughs> Are you talking about Bernie Sanders? <laughs> no. I'm th- well, no you see, like, uh, recently, this past season of SNL, um, he played Bernie Sanders in a lot of sketches. Okay. I, I haven't watched much, funny. I much Saturday Night Live. <laughs> Most of my Saturday night, I drink a few drinks alone in my room, and then I'm in bed by 10, so. <laughs> a.m. You know. or uh, <laughs> 10, <laughs> 10 a.m. or 10 p.m.? Yeah, 10. Well, I'm in bed at 10 p.m., but still probably at 10 a.m. <laughs> that's true. That's actually, that's very true, because you probably you sleep in at that point. I also, I want to do... I, I really want to do a radio show at some point in the future where we take a popular franchise or movie and just explain the entire thing. <laughs> not, like, not like a general like summary. I'm talking like we go step by step, more or less scene by scene, and talk about character like traits, character influences, like just subplots. Like I want to go step by step and describe an entire movie over the air. Are, are there any jokes in that, or is it just I factual I, information step by step I think, of the whole movie? I think us speaking the entire movie over the air, I, I think that'll be enough. I think that, that might be funny. Maybe next week's show. <laughs> Me and Bobby and will go watch a movie, and then, every, and then we'll, we'll report back with the full plot. With no details spared. Uh, if you ever are finding yourself in the car listening to WVBU and you really wish you could watch a movie while driving, but obviously there are safety hazards, well, no fear. We talk for nobody is here. That'll be it. Actually, you know what? I want to do something like, okay. I, maybe not exactly like that, but stay tuned for our regular shows and uh, maybe there'll be a segment like that coming up. Yeah. Not like literally. I mean, we'll see. We'll see. <laughs> A segment called We Will Explain a Movie. <laughs> but, I mean, not like, explain. It's not like we're going to go into detail or try to shed light on anything. It sounds like it'll just no, be... No, no, We're not like going like analysis. Yeah, we're pure just, plot points. Pure. Something maybe you'd Google like a Wikipedia if you forgot what a movie was about. Pure base level, top level, <laughs> just very thin uh, analysis. Not even analysis. Description. Well, it's uh, that time. We've somehow <laughs> taken up a full hour. Um, so before we sign off, anything you want to say to the general public? Hashtag general public. Hashtag not my general public. <laughs> uh, I'd like to quick shout out to Banana Republic. <laughs> I've never gotten anything from you, but I know people who have. So They do have men's clothing. I always forget <laughs> that. I don't know how extensive, but they do have men's clothing. Yeah, well... You're doing something right because you're still in business. So all you Banana Republic employees out there, you're probably just lower level and don't really have a full grasp or appreciation for the whole big corporation as a whole. It's probably just a small portion of your life. Corporate uh, corporate culture, you know. You think so? I mean, like relaxed work environment. I mean, like (laughs) the Republic of Banana. (laughs) Republic of Banana. I'm sure they have some sort of like cultural structure or something. Uh, 
I would like to say, I want to give a quick uh, congratulations to John out there. John, if you're listening, congratulations on your baby. <laughs> is, is that real? <laughs> I mean, hey, okay. I mean, I don't know John, but I'm sure that there's a John out there who's listening. I mean, like, <laughs> just like probability-wise, I'm sure that there's somebody listening named John who's had a baby recently. <laughs> I'm not as sure as you, but if there is... <laughs> Then congrats, John. If you you if, did it, John. I if, hope it was intentional. If your name is John and you've had a baby ever, if you're a father and <laughs> your name is John, I'd like you to call WVBU right now. I can give you the hotline, but I'm not going to. Go to WVBU.com and find it yourself. And if you can call us within the next five minutes, good for you. <coughs> you win nothing. You win nothing. <laughs> well, on that note. Um, All right. Yeah, That's getting... us. All right, so let's uh, let's uh, let's drop a quick beat, real quick. So I can just give her a sign off. <laughs> quick beat. Second radio show. Just getting the hang of it. Hang, hang of it. Still fun. I think Testify. I'll do it again. <laughs> Not letting Jason out of that hole. He's been in that hole for three weeks now. I give him food, but not a lot. He asks for more. I give him water. He asks for sunscreen. I give him x-rays. He doesn't like the x-rays. So uh, what is what is the title of that track? I think that track is called uh, I'm going to be facing three or four years in prison for harassment and abduction. <laughs> and abduction. For verbal harassment and abduction. <laughs> you, just, you abduct them and you verbally harass them. They can leave at any time. Jason, if you're listening out there, who gave you a radio? <laughs> I'm taking that back when I get home. <laughs> Okay, ladies and gentlemen, uh, that's been our show. This has been We Talk for Nobody. Thanks for tuning in. Um, we'll have another show probably next week on Monday, <coughs> 8 o'clock. So same time, same place. You can be in a different place, but you should probably be in the same place for consistency. Um, just so you can have like a nice routine in your life. Uh, and also next Friday as well. So that's our sign-off. Uh, go out. Live a good life. Happy 4th. Happy 5th. Not happy 8th because there's no such thing as a happy 8th. Okay. No one is happy on the 8th. <laughs> All right. Uh, have a good evening, everybody.